You're listening to Dear God, I'm Grateful, a podcast presented by the Iron Wifey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Michaela Robertson, and thank you for joining me for a daily dose of gratitude. Without further ado, let's get into what we're grateful for today. Dear God, I'm grateful for the Holy Spirit. I've noticed over the spiritual journey that the Holy Spirit has always been with me. He has showed me different things. He has given me revelation of different situations. He has given me the spirit of discernment and the ability to connect with people who I would not have assumed we would have a connection. And he has allowed me to not only interpret different things in different ways, but he's allowed me to have so much peace and joy in what the Lord has for us. And so I'm really grateful for the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit dwells in each and every one of us. You know, they say the Holy Trinity is God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And prior to recently, I understood why there was three in one, but I didn't understand the part that the Holy Spirit played. And so, you know, God the Father being the creator of heaven and earth. We know God the Son being the savior and salvation of our souls. Um, And I didn't truly understand, like, God, the Holy Spirit. And before, I used to think, you know, like, the Holy Spirit is a teacher. But, you know, Jesus is a teacher. And so as I studied more on the Holy Spirit, and I, I asked God to send me the Holy Spirit and allow me to dwell in the Holy Spirit and allow there to be a physical manifestation of the Holy Spirit within me through the power of speaking in tongues or having dreams or interpreting dreams, the Lord answered that prayer of mine. And so I've been tapping into spiritual gifts that I've been given, and I'm just amazed by how good the Lord is, but I'm also amazed by how connected we all are, how this this world is filled with so much darkness, but there are truly heavenly angels and, and heavenly beings that are fighting for us on our behalf. You know, there's there's a scripture that says there is this is this war is not of flesh and blood, but of evil spirits in heavenly places. And a lot of people are dealing with darkness and depression and doubt and fear and discomfort and disease and sickness. And these are evil spirits. These are evil spirits. And we are all spiritual beings having a, a physical or I'm sorry, we are all spiritual beings having a human experience. And so in order for us to truly tap into what God has for us in order for us to walk in his will we must first accept the Holy Spirit so I just wanted to go through John 14 where it talks about Jesus promising the Holy Spirit and really just like I guess I'm not gonna say I'm gonna study it with you but I just want to like read through it with you and just praise the Lord for all that he has given us in this gift that he has sent us through the Holy Spirit and John 14 it starts at verse 15 it reads If you love me, obey my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate who will never leave you. And so advocate is defined as a comforter, an encourager, a counselor. And so this is also an advocate who won't leave you. So this is comfort that will never leave you. And then verse 17, he is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth. The world cannot receive him, but it isn't looking for him and doesn't recognize him. So... If we live in the world, if we live of the world, we won't be able to truly receive or recognize the Holy Spirit, but it takes us to be in spiritual dwelling with God. But you know him, 
because he lives with you now and later he will be in you. And I thought that was amazing because um, when we grow up, we don't recognize a lot of different things until we get older and we look back. And in my spiritual growth, I've noticed that there have been so many different things that have happened in my life spiritually that I didn't recognize until I look back. Um, and even now, seeing that the Holy Spirit has always lived with me, I realize now that he lives in me. Verse 18 goes on to say, no, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. And when I see the word orphans, I automatically think of those who have lost their parents. Orphans aren't just children on the streets. They're not just, you know, kids who, whose parents left them. Orphans are adults. Orphans are anyone at any age whose mother or father has passed on. They're no longer with us. And so regardless of whatever you go through at any age, when you lose your parents, you become an orphan. And the Lord says, I will not abandon you as orphans. I will come to you. So when we lose a parent, God is there to, to be that, that parent. He's there to fill that void in our heart. And he should be the only person that can fill that void. You know, we can look to other people for, for guidance, but the Lord is the only person that's going to bring us peace in that loss. Verse 19 says, soon the world will no longer see me, but you will see me. Since I live, you also will live. And when we accept the Lord into our hearts, we choose life because death and life or was it life and death is in the power of the tongue. And what we speak, the words that we speak, if we are dwelling in the word of God and we are speaking the word of God and we are praying the word of God and we are living in the world, the word of God, um, the word is life. It's living water. And so since we choose life. The world will no longer see the death or the world will see the death, but we will no longer see the death because we will see the life that we choose that we speak. Verse 20 says, when I'm raised to life again, you will know that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. And because they love me, my father will love them and I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. I'm going to read that one more time. <laughs> when I am raised to life again, when Jesus was raised from the cross and is now seated at the right hand of the Father, you will know that I am in my Father. He is there. You are in me. We are in him. And I am in you. And so the Lord is in us. Those who accept my commandments and obey them are the ones who love me. So to show God how we love, a couple days ago, and dear God, I'm grateful, I talked about love and what love is. And so to show God how we love him, we just need to accept his commandments and obey them. So we need to read the word. We need to know what it says. We need to know how to apply it to our lives. We need to speak the word in everything we do. And because they love me, because we love God, because we love Jesus, my father will love them. God will love us. And I will love them and reveal myself to each of them. And the Holy Spirit will love us and he will reveal himself to us. There is so much more in this chapter that I could dive into. And I am just so in awe by the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit is our advocate. He's a representative and he is a teacher and he will guide us and lead us. Um, but truly, he's a gift. 
And so um, that was just the first part of John 14. I'm going to read through the rest, but I'm not going to go into as much detail. But I just want you to hear the word of God and dwell on the word of God, meditate on it and allow it to really sit in your spirit this evening. So verse 23, it says, Jesus replied, or 22, Judas, not Judas of Iscariot, but the other disciple with that name said to him, Lord, why are you going to reveal yourself only to us and not to the world at large? In other words, why is the Holy Spirit only for believers and not for the rest of the world? And Jesus replied, verse 23, all who love me will do what I say. My father will love them and we will come and make our home with each of them. Anyone who doesn't love me will not obey me. And remember, my words are not my own. What I am telling you is from the Father who sent me. I am telling you these things now while I'm still with you. 26. And when the Father sends the Advocate as my representative, that is, the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Remember what I told you. I'm going away, but I'll come back to you again. If you really loved me, you would be happy that I'm going to the Father, who is greater than I am. I have told you these things before they happen, so that when they do happen, you will believe. I don't have much more time to talk to you, because the ruler of this world approaches. He has no power over me, but I will do what the Father requires of me, so that the world will know that I love the Father. Come, let's be going. And just in the second part of this chapter, I am just, like I said, in awe. You know, in 26, it says, when the Father sends the advocate as my representative, the Holy Spirit, he will teach you everything and will remind you of everything I have told you. So the Holy Spirit is just sent to us to teach us what we need to know and remind us of everything that the word of God has already warned us for, has already taught us, has already given us that lesson. And then 27, it says, I'm leaving you with a gift. The Holy Spirit is a gift. And it says, peace of mind and heart. The peace of God is something that surpasses all understanding. I know that's a scripture, but truly, the peace of God surpasses all understanding. And when I lost my dad, I had so much peace, and it made no sense at all. It makes no sense to have peace in a situation where you really should be in another state of mind. And so that, I believe, is the Holy Spirit, and I believe that is a gift of the Holy Spirit to have peace that... The world can't give and it even says it here in 27 I'm leaving you with a gift peace of mind and heart and the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give so don't be troubled or afraid remember what I told you I'm going away but he, I'm coming back again oh thank you Jesus um, and if you love me again you would be happy that I'm going to the father who's greater than me I have told you these things before they happen so that when they do happen you will believe the word of God has been around for centuries, ages, decades, <laughs> thousands and thousands of years. And it is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And so this word is a gift, but the Holy Spirit is truly a gift. And we must be baptized in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. So allow yourself to dive further into the world the word and seek the Holy Spirit. He is the teacher. He is a representative. He's our advocate. He's our comforter. He will pray on our behalf when we don't have the words to pray. And he truly is a living spirit within us. He is that truly that gift. 
And they say that Jesus was able to perform all his miracles and do all that he did because he did it through the Holy Spirit, which he has given us. We have that power. We have that authority as children of God. And so I just want to encourage you all to really just dive into your word and seek you first the kingdom of God above all else. Um, dear God, I'm grateful for the Holy Spirit. I'm grateful for you all for taking this time with me today. Um, and I just pray that the Holy Spirit brings you peace, that he rests in your soul, and that he doesn't just visit you, but he dwells within you in everything that you do. That concludes this episode of Dear God, I'm Grateful. I love you guys. I'm praying for you guys. And I will talk to you loves tomorrow. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you'll join me here tomorrow. God is good all the time. And all the time, I am grateful. God loves you. And so do I. Have a grateful day.